Welcome to a new episode of English Vocabulary Booster. My name is Lara and I'm a SALSA certified English teacher. Learning new vocabulary usually takes a long time, but we'll do it in a way that's easy, quick, and efficient. In every episode, we'll learn how to use five new English words or expressions so that you too can start speaking like a native. So let's get learning. Hello, you guys. Let's listen to today's story. So, this is not a regular episode and this is not a story. Well, actually, it is a story. It's my story. But don't worry, we'll still learn five new expressions. So, if you've listened to some of the past episodes, you may know I quit my job last December. Um, teaching had become too much for me and I decided to focus 100% of my time on my projects, this podcast being the main one. Now, this meant not making any money whatsoever for months. This podcast has brought me so much joy because not only does it allow me to be creative, but it also allows me to help hundreds of you improve your English. However, a couple of weeks ago, I was offered a job and I had to accept it. I was so happy at first because I thought it wasn't going to affect my personal projects. However, after nearly two weeks, I've realized I can't keep doing everything the way I was. So I'm sorry to announce I'll only be uploading one episode a week from now. Now, I don't want to be a negative Nelly, so let's look on the bright side, okay? Because at the end of the day, every cloud has a silver lining. So let's try to see the glass half full, shall we? I now have a job, which means I'll finally be able to pay my share of the rent and pay for food and stuff like that. So yay for me. <laughs> and, you know, I'll still be posting new episodes weekly. So I guess I'm just trying to say it's not the end of the world. Also, let me just take this opportunity to thank you. Really. Like, three months ago, I would have never imagined someone other than my mom would be listening to this podcast. So, yeah, just thank you so much. See, I told you we're going to look at five new expressions anyway. So let's begin with expression number one. Be a negative Nelly. I don't want to be a negative Nelly. If you are a negative Nelly, do you make positive comments or not? A negative Nelly obviously makes negative comments. And are these comments sporadic, which means are not made very often, or are they frequent? If you are a negative Nelly, you make these kinds of negative comments very frequently, okay? You're constantly complaining, constantly saying what's wrong. Have you ever met someone you thought was a negative Nelly? I gotta be honest with you. So usually I try not to hang out with negative Nellies, obviously, because it's not, I don't think it's very good influence. But um, one of my exes, especially towards the end of a relationship, it wasn't a long relationship, uh, but I kind of felt like he was a negative Nelly, or at least he was being a negative Nelly. And it was just really hard to be around him because he was complaining a lot about work and then about his friends and sometimes his parents. And I don't know, I just, I couldn't deal with all of that negative energy. 
And so, yeah, I think part of me broke up with him um, because uh, he was being a negative Nelly. Expression number two, look on the bright side. Let's look on the bright side. When do you need to look on the bright side? In a difficult situation or in a happy situation? If you use the expression, I have to look on the bright side or let's look on the bright side, then it means that you're probably in a difficult situation and you just want to focus on the positive side of things. So when was the last time you decided to look on the bright side? So it's something I haven't told you, but I'm actually back at home. I'm in Spain right now. So I've had to end my trip because of, you know, the the outbreak of the virus. So um, I think that was a really, you know, important moment for me where I really had to stop and look because I was so upset that I had to end my trip. Obviously, we had six more months to go. Well, actually, no, it was four more months, but I was really upset. So I really had to focus on the bright side. And in that case, the bright side was, for example, uh, not having to move around that that much, uh, being stable, having my own apartment. Um, I don't know. All of these like little things made me focus on the bright side. So coming back home wasn't too bad. Expression number three, every cloud has a silver lining. At the end of the day, every cloud has a silver lining. What would you need to say that every cloud has a silver lining in a difficult situation or in a happy situation? Again, here too, if we are in a difficult situation, we're going to use this expression. So does it mean your situation is completely bad or not entirely? If you say every cloud has a silver lining, it means even in a bad situation, there's a little something, there's a silver lining. So there's a little something that's positive, that's good. So even a bad situation comes with its positive, you know, side effects or positive things. Do you agree with the fact that every cloud has a silver lining? Um, people like this, right? Because it helps you face, I mean, they like this saying because it helps you face difficult moments, I think. You know, if something really bad happens to you and you say, oh, every cloud has a silver lining, then I'm trying to help you, trying to make you realize that maybe this is hiding something that's going to maybe make you grow or I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think some things are just bad, honestly. Sorry, don't mean to be a negative Nelly, but I honestly think some things like maybe a death or, you know, a, a very important loss in your life or financial, you know, distress when you're in financial difficulty. Uh, I don't know if there's a silver lining in that. Um, so not entirely sure, but it's a good thing to say to a friend. Expression number four, see the glass half full. Let's try to see the glass half full. If you see the glass half full, do you focus on the positive or the negative? If you focus on the glass half full, you focus on the positive things about a situation. So what's the opposite? The opposite is seeing the glass half empty, obviously. Do you normally see the glass half full? or half empty. Okay, I'm going to be honest here. 
I'm not exactly the most positive person on earth. I, whenever you give me some news, I always think of both the positive consequences and the negative consequences. And unfortunately, I tend to focus on the negative consequences. So just, you know, for the the way I am and just my personality brings me to look at the glass half empty. But I'm trying to change. Uh, but it's not easy. Expression number five. It's not the end of the world. I'm trying to say it's not the end of the world. When do you use the expression, it's not the end of the world? When something good happens or when something bad happens? You use the expression, it's not the end of the world, when something bad happens. And is it used to stress that something will affect you heavily or not? It's used to say that something will not affect you heavily. Um, so imagine, for example, you just lost five five dollars, okay, on the street, um, and you tell me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I lost five dollars. It actually happened to me once. I lost fifty euros uh, because it was in my pocket. And I think it fell, and I didn't realize it. And you know, it's a it's sucks. You don't want 50, though. You don't want to lose $50 like that or 50 euros or whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world because it's not going to affect me heavily. It's not going to change my whole life. How do you feel when you get a bad result at school or work? Do you feel like it's the end of the world or not? Obviously, it is not the end of the world. It's not an apocalypse. Every time you get a an F in school or every time your boss tells you that you did something wrong. But personally, if I get a bad result at work, it does feel like it's the end of the world. Although, you know, it's not the end of the world. We know it. But it's just, ah, it sucks so bad. And I'm such a perfectionist. Hopefully you're not like that. And you realize that these kinds of mistakes in the end, you know, they're not the end of the world. And that is it for today. And remember, if you want to access the transcript as well as lots of other resources, visit enboo.com. That is E-N-B-O-O-O.com. Have a great day.